0: Is mayonnaise an instrument? Unicorns, show ponies. Where's the beef? Bye, bye. Ah, Bouguon, Bouguon. Texas forever. I'm Batman. Boston, this is for you. What's going on, world? It's shine time. I know, I know, I know. All right, don't don't get on me already. I know we haven't been around in a while, but today, today we're back. We are back in a brand new studio with brand new intro. All the same sound effects, just completely brand new. Everything's brand new. We all brand new. Huh. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but today we're actually here to talk about football because, ladies and gentlemen, this is what Chime Time Primetime lives for. The hashtag SPP is, it was built because of football. That was, I mean, that was where it came from. It's where it originated from. That's why the majority of the things you're going to hear are me talking about football. But I can't, you know, I can't not do it. Come on, it's football. Everybody loves football. So we're actually going to go through the week two picks real quick. Um, this is going to be a short, time, primetime episode um, just because, A, I'm short on time, and, B, I wanted to get this out before the games actually happened. Yes, Thursday's game has happened, but, I mean, it's okay. It's just Thursday's game. The Jets did end up getting a 37-31 victory over Buffalo, um, I did watch the game. I thought the Jets played pretty well overall. Quincy and has really kind of stepped it up. Uh, you can tell he is a going to be a good target for Ryan Fitzpatrick over the course of the season, especially if he keeps playing the way he has. Someone described it to me. Uh, I saw it, which is really cool that the Jets kind of play a power forward style of receiver. All three of their receivers are big, strong guys with a wide range and a great uh, catching ability, which makes them extremely lethal and deadly in the red zone. And allows for Fitzpatrick's style of play to almost kind of flourish, which is really weird to say because Ryan Fitzpatrick has a very weird way of playing quarterback where when he feels pressure, he just kind of wants to throw the ball up and hope his receivers can go get it. And uh, fortunately for him, they built a receiver core around that idea. And I think that it's going to fit him really well. And I think he could have another career year this year. So I say watch out for Ryan Fitzpatrick. As a Pats fan, I'm worried about the Jets. That front seven is absurdly good, and uh, Fitzpatrick is, does look a lot better than I would give him any credit for ever in his career. So um, if you're in the AFC East, there's two teams that you need to be worried about instead of just one. I don't think it's going to be a walk away with the Patriots. I do think the Jets are going to compete. They barely lost to Cincinnati in week one. Uh, They rebounded big time in Buffalo, so I would fear the Jets. Don't get me wrong, I still think the Patriots are going to take the division, but I'm just saying, don't sleep on the Jets. I'm telling you this now. Do not sleep on the Jets. Um, But Buffalo looks like hot garbage. (laughs) Uh, If you haven't already seen, um, Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator of Buffalo, got fired. Um, My belief is that Rex Ryan fired him, knowing full well that if Rex was to get fired, he would be the interim head coach. Now they can't really fire Rex because they don't have an interim head coach unless they wanted to bring somebody new in or promote the running backs, or the running backs coach that was just promoted to offensive coordinator as their new head coach. Um, to be honest, I th- I still think you can fire Rex midseason. I mean, look like at th- what the Dolphins said last year. They made their tight ends coach, their head coach for half the season. You just need a hype man to get you through the rest of the season. It's not a big deal. Um, and I do think Rex is going to be done by the end of the year. There's no question about it. Rex is terrible uh he's supposed to be a defensive guru his defense blows uh his brother he brought his brother and other than his one year in Cleveland his brother has been hot garbage in everywhere he's gone Dallas was atrocious when he was there the Saints were so bad he made the Saints defense so bad that they're going to be bad for a long time and I feel bad for Sean Payton but uh, regardless, I just I don't like the Ryans. I think they're terrible coaches. Um, I think Rex could be a good defensive coordinator, um, but for what he needs right now, he's going to lose his job in Buffalo, and I, he shouldn't coach anywhere else in the NFL, but knowing the NFL, they're going to hire him just because he's Rex Ryan. <sighs> it just, it it infuriates fur- me. It infuriates me. I'm sorry. I just I think Rex is a terrible coach, but let's get on to the funner, more jovial topics of the day which are the rest of the games um so i'm kind of just going to go through i got a nice little list oh jesus almost just knocked over my microphone there and don't worry i won't cut that out because i don't edit anything other than the intro i refuse to edit because it just took up too much editing time anyways let's run through these games real quick um the first game we have uh at one o'clock is going to be baltimore cleveland with baltimore being favored by six and a half yeah they're giving cleveland six and a half points i'm taking baltimore there Um, I don't think Baltimore's great. I'm just telling you, don't sleep on Baltimore. Uh, I think that they're going to be more of a competitor in that division than people give them credit for. I know we always talk about the Bengals and the Steelers, but Baltimore is going to be there. I think Mike Wallace fits exactly what Flacco likes to do, which is watch receivers run by guys and use that giant-ass arm of his to throw an absolute cannon 80 yards down the field uh, and just go get it. And that's what Mike Wallace does extremely well. That's the only thing he can do is he can run fast and catch the football. So let's uh, let's hope Mike Wallace catches better than Kenny Stills, and uh, maybe Joe Flacco has a chance to put up some numbers and Mike Wallace as well. Uh, so that's also side note. Keep you know kind of keep an eye on Mike Wallace in fantasy because if he starts catching bombs, it's gonna be like what Deshaun Jackson used to do, where he's gonna catch five passes for one hundred and twenty yards and a touchdown, which is just the the yards per catch are gonna be absurd, and that's what's gonna help you out, uh, especially if you don't play in a PPR. He could put up a ton of points for you. Um, then on to the next game. Oh, no, I think I said it, but I'm taking Baltimore in that game because Cleveland is absolutely trash. They're just they're garbage. Oh, throw away Cleveland. Cleveland just needs to not be a team in the NFL anymore. They're like an expansion team, but they just never get better. <laughs> uh, the next game at one o'clock we have is Miami at New England. Uh, New England's favored by six and a half, and I'm going to take New England here. Uh, Miami does scare me. I, I don't. I think it's going to be close. I really. I really want to take Miami just because I don't think the Patriots are going to cover. Um I do think the Patriots will win, but I don't think they'll cover. So I may end up changing that pick at the end of the day uh or you know early tomorrow morning to Miami just because that Miami front seven is vicious, man. They held the Seahawks in check for an entire four quarters, which is not an easy thing to do. Russell Wilson's Wilson. Wow, I can't I can't English today. I'm sorry. God. Um Russell Wilson is an extremely versatile quarterback. He can move Better than just about anybody. Um, He's quick. He has good accuracy. And they kind of shut down the Seahawks offense. I know. I think the Seahawks are going to be struggling a little bit this year on offense, especially with the loss of Marshawn Lynch. Uh, He was such a big piece of their game plan year in and year out. Um, That running back position was is huge for them. They're running they they predicate their offense on the running game. And if they can't run, I don't see Russell Wilson being the kind of quarterback that can throw 50 to 60 times in a game to win them a football game. It's just not going to happen like that. That's not the kind of quarterback he plays. So if they're going to count on him to produce offense that way, I think Seattle could be in some offensive trouble and they're going to be in a lot of low scoring uh battles, you know, battles in the trenches. So but I I think Miami played really well against them. I don't like Miami's offense. Um, I think they're very stagnant they don't do a whole lot arian Foster's a nice piece, but i just i don't see tanhill being the guy to push them over the limit uh and push them into the you know the playoff contention realm so um as of right now i'm taking new england um i'm gonna uh, let's say this i'm taking New England to win but i don't think they'll cover so um if you're playing if you're betting which i doubt any of the hashtag s p p population is betting but if you are and uh, then I'm glad you're listening, first of all. And secondly, I would I would take Miami. Um, take Miami, and I don't know what the over-under is because on my page I don't have that, um, but you're probably going to want to go with the under. Um, but overall, I think New England will win the football game. Uh, on to the next game, we have Dallas at Washington. Uh, I really like the way Dak played on opening day. I think he looked good, especially in a giant spotlight against the Giants. Um, you're playing a division rival, probably your biggest rival, on opening day, you're a rookie quarterback taken in the fourth round, and you played pretty well. You didn't turn the football over, but you didn't do anything spectacular either. I think their issue is going to be pushing the ball down the field. They don't run a lot of intermediate to deep routes, and uh, we haven't seen Dak do a lot of that yet. We saw him do a little bit of in the preseason, but it's more been short passes, uh, the whole dink and dunk, and they're really trying to get the run game going. But the issue is, is that if they don't expand the field in the passing game, they're not going to be able to get the run game going because you can load the box, load that you know in, within five yards of the line of scrimmage, just blow up that zone. And that's exactly what the Broncos did to New England last year in the playoffs. Um, so that's how you beat a team like that. And so if if Dak can't extend the field and make those throws to Dez and Terrence Williams you know beyond seven or eight yards from the line of scrimmage, Dallas could be in a lot of trouble. And you could see their offensive line struggle a little bit because of the amount of bodies they're going to have to block for their running backs. I still think Dallas is the best offensive line in football. Um, so I, I do expect their running game to get going, but they are going to need to, um, up the, you know, yards per attempt, uh, for Dak for sure. If they want any chance, um, in this game, however, actually I am, I am taking Dallas. I lied. I was going to, I was thinking about taking Washington. I think Washington is better than what they kind of put on the field against Pittsburgh in week one. They look terrible, especially offensively, um, I do think they're better than that, and I I end up I think Washington may take the division in the end. It's it's probably going to come down. To, it may come down to like a three-way battle between Dallas, Washington, and the Giants. And I hate to say that because I don't think the Giants are a good football team. But I mean, they won Week One against Dallas. We'll see how they, well they do this week because um, they have a tough opponent coming coming into their home this week. So we'll see. But um, but yeah, so I'm going to take Dallas this week over Washington. Washington's favored by three and a half. I'm going to take Dallas regardless. Um, whether Washington, I don't think Washington covers. If they do win, uh, it, it'll be another you know one or two point game like it was against the Giants. Um, but I do, I think Dallas is going to win anyway, so I would take Dallas outright. The next game I have is Tennessee at Detroit. Uh, Detroit came off a really impressive win last week against Indianapolis. A lot of people are just all up on the Indianapolis boat now that Andrew Luck's back. I don't know if you noticed, but other than getting Andrew Luck back, that team still sucks. Like, they are just a bunch of trash players, especially on defense and on the offensive line. They can't protect Luck. They can't play defense. They can't stop the run. That's great if Andrew Luck's going to throw for 385 yards and four touchdowns. If you can't stop the other team on defense, then how the hell are you going to win a football game? It's just not. it. I expect them to go maybe 8-8, eight and eight, 9 and 7 over the course of the season. I don't see many more wins than that. They do have a tough opponent in Detroit. They have to, Oh wait. <laughs> I'm talking I'm talking about Indianapolis. I haven't even gotten to that game yet. <laughs> Sorry. Let me let me regain my focus. This is the Detroit Tennessee matchup. I will be analyzing Detroit. <laughs> um I did think Detroit looked pretty good overall. Matt Stafford looked like he was moving the ball a lot better. Um, I still don't trust the Detroit run game. Amir Abdullah and Theo Riddick just don't do well for me. I think Theo Riddick's a great third down back, but Amir Abdullah just doesn't do it for me. Um, Tennessee, however, I just, I'm just i not a big Tennessee guy. I'm not a big Mariota guy. Um, I do like the addition of DeMarco Murray. I think the Tennessee defense is good because they can, they can get after it, uh, especially in the run game. They just shut down the run game. The issue is that Detroit doesn't run the ball much. Um, I am going to take... So Detroit's favored by five and a half. So I'm going to take Tennessee. Um, I do think Detroit will win this game, but I don't think they'll cover. I think it'll be a close, close game. Uh, You saw last week Tennessee went up against Minnesota. And the only reason Minnesota won that game is because they had two defensive touchdowns because I think Minnesota has the best defense in football. Uh, That's my personal opinion. I think Minnesota has the number one defense in football. And uh, we'll see how that plays out over the rest of the season. But that's, that's my bold statement of the day. Um, So I'm going to take Tennessee here. I don't think Detroit will cover. I do think Detroit will win. So if you just want a winner, I take Detroit. If you're playing the spread, I take Tennessee. Um, Then we have Kansas City at Houston, which is a really interesting game at 1 o'clock, which really sucks because I want to watch that game. Um, I think that's going to be a really good game, Uh, but I'll be watching the New England-Miami game, of course. Um, But, you know, Kansas City, I don't want to say they got lucky last week. But as soon as Keenan Allen got injured, San Diego just started shitting the bed. I mean, San Diego sucks. They are so bad. They had like a 20-point lead, and they blew it. And they lost in overtime. And kudos to Kansas City because it takes, it takes a sack. It takes balls to come back from that. And uh, they did. They ended up winning. So I got to give them credit there. Um, but they're going into Houston, who I think is one of the better teams. And I don't, I think they're very underrated. Um that defense is going to be very good. A top 10 defense for sure. Uh, I th- Bronk Osweiler looked great in his season debut. Um, I thought he made a lot of good passes. He should have had two touchdown passes. A ball that DeAndre Hopkins normally catches uh, but couldn't hold on to. And then a ball that Will Fuller should have caught in the end zone. So I really like Houston um, this season. Houston's actually probably, after seeing week one, probably my pick to win that division. <clears throat> I had originally thought maybe Jacksonville. But... Uh overall, I think I'm probably gonna end up end up leaning with Houston to take that division. Uh they look they just look really good. I didn't think Brock would look that good, but the Brock Lobster came to play. And uh they're favored by one and a half. I'm gonna take Houston. I think they win. Uh one and a half isn't a large spread, so I think they cover. Um and they're at home. I just I I don't see I don't see Kansas City shutting down the Houston offense. Lamar Miller looked great in his debut for Houston. DeAndre Hopkins is a beast. Will Fuller looks like a fantastic rookie addition. And um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Houston there. Uh, the next game we have is San Francisco at Carolina. Carolina's favored by 13 and a half, which is the only reason that this game is difficult to pick. I do think Carolina's going to win. There's no question. I don't. I think San Francisco's terrible. Yeah, they beat the Rams, but the Rams suck too. Um, <coughs> for Christ's sakes, they have Blaine Gabbert at quarterback. If you have Blaine Gabbert at quarterback, you're doing something wrong. So I'm going to take I'm going to take Carolina. It's really tough cuz San Francisco's being given 13 and a half points. I really don't know if Carolina can cover, but I'm going to go with them. I'm going to take them. I think Carolina's just after coming off a loss to Dallas, I think or I'm sorry, Denver. They're just going to come out firing on all cylinders. So I'm going to go with uh the Carolina Panthers over the San Francisco 49ers. <clears throat> One of the other major games of the day is Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Now, this game is always, always, always a bloodbath. So, I'm going to recommend if you do have Ben Roethlisberger uh, in a fantasy league, I'm going to actually recommend you sit him this week. <coughs> God. Um, because, for whatever reason, Cincinnati is always the team that can body Big Ben, they can keep him limited. Uh, and they really, really do a good job against him. And it may just be the whole division rival thing, but who's to say? Uh, overall, though, I I don't like Cincinnati. I hate Cincinnati. I've always hated Cincinnati. That's my bold prediction to miss the playoffs at Cincinnati. Um, so I'm going to take Pittsburgh. They're favored by three and a half. They're at home. Antonio Brown is the best receiver on the planet. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. I, I just, I can't. D'Angelo Williams is, looks great. Big Ben looks good. I, I, I can't. And their defense is better. I'm going to take Pittsburgh in the points. I mean, against the points, it's fine. I don't care. Three and a half is nothing. Then we have New Orleans at the Giants. That's going to be an absolute shootout. So regardless of who you think is going to win, take the over. Um, You're going to see a ton of points scored because New Orleans is atrocious on defense. And Drew Brees looks great. (coughs) God, I'm sorry. So sorry. I've coughed now like three times. My throat is killing me. Um, But I'm definitely taking New Orleans. Uh, The Giants are favored by four and a half, uh, which is, in my opinion, a lot against a team with an extremely high-powered offense like New Orleans. Um, So I'm going to take New Orleans and take the points there. Um, Expect Willie Sneed to have another huge day. Uh, That's that's my prediction. Whether Brandon Cooks catches football, don't care. I think Willie Sneed's going to have a ton of catches, and I think you're going to see him have a huge year with Drew Brees this year. And then my favorite 4 o'clock game, uh, now we've actually entered the 4 o'clock games, and my favorite one of the day is definitely Tampa Bay at Arizona. Um, I love the way Tampa Bay looks. I think they look great. I think Arizona is still reeling, coming off that home loss to the Patriots. And I'm going to go upset special. I'm going to take Tampa Bay. I do think they win. Now, they're being given 6.5 points. So if you're betting, my opinion, I would take Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay looks really good. I know they're going to Arizona, and it would be crazy to think that a Super Bowl contender is going to lose two in a row at home to start the season, but I love the way Tampa Bay looks. I think Jameis looks polished. He looks better. I think he's about to take a very big leap towards being an upper echelon quarterback in the NFL, and I'm, I'm riding high on Tampa Bay right now, um, so I'm going to say take Tampa and the points uh, in Arizona. Then we have Seattle-Los Angeles, which the Rams look like crap. Uh, Jeff Fisher should get fired like yesterday. And uh, I think this is pretty cut and dry. I'm taking Seattle. Uh, I mean, they're giving the Rams 3.5. I don't think that's enough. I think they should be giving the Rams 10. But that's why I think it's an easy bet. Um, So I'm going with Seattle. I know the Rams always play Seattle tough, but I'm going with Seattle. Uh, Another game that I'm really looking forward to is Atlanta at Oakland. Uh, Oakland's one of my big up-and-coming teams of the year I really I'm huge 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 on Oakland Um, mostly because I love Derek Carr and Khalil Mack and those are their two cornerstones on offense and defense and I just think they're doing so well and after seeing Jack Del Rio literally unzip his pants take out his sack throw it on the table and say I'm going for two points for the win I have a lot of confidence in this team I think the team gets a lot of confidence from a coaching move like that that pays off and they actually won Uh, so I'm taking Oakland they're they're favored by four and a half. I think they'll cover. Uh, Atlanta's not good, so I'm going Oakland. Then we have Jacksonville at San Diego. Um, San Diego's actually favored by two and a half, so this made this, the decision really easy for me. I'm going Jacksonville. I love the Jacksonville offense. I think they got a lot better on defense, and I think they bring it to San Diego and they take take the W there. Um, <clears throat> then we have Indianapolis at Denver. Denver's defense looks great. Their offense looks so, so, uh, running the football. Yeah, they look great, but Trevor Simeon doesn't scare me. So I'm taking, uh, I'm actually going to take Indianapolis just cause they're giving them five and a half points. I don't think Denver will cover. I think Indianapolis has a high powered enough offense to really keep the game close. Uh, I don't, I want to say it's high scoring, but I don't think Denver can keep up. So I think Indy even has a chance to win this game. But Andrew Luck's got to play like he did last week. Uh, then we have this Sunday night game, which is Green Bay at Minnesota. They're opening up Minnesota's brand-new arena. I believe it's called the Palace. Um, without Teddy Bridgewater, I really don't see Minnesota winning this football game. Aaron Rodgers looks like on point. God, he looked so good against Jacksonville last week. I'm taking Green Bay, period. Are uh, they giving Minnesota two-and-a-half points? You can have them. I'm taking Green Bay all the way. Aaron Rodgers, go roll, pack, roll. I'm taking Green Bay. Is it go, pack, go? I don't know. Go, pack, go. Roll, pack, roll. I don't know. I don't even care. Oh, that's roll Tide. Duh. Go, pack, go. I'm taking the Packers. Uh, and then Monday night, we got Philly at Chicago. Chicago's favored by two and a half. I'm going to take Carson Wentz. He looked great. Uh, so I'm going with Philly. Uh, there's not a lot to diagnose in this game. They're both two crap bag teams. Um, I'm going to go with the rookie quarterback that looked good over Jay Schmuttler. So we're going to take Philadelphia. And uh, that'll wrap up our picks for week two. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to the hashtag SPP. And if you haven't, if you need something to read, by the way, go pick up the MMQB edition of Sports Illustrated. Awesome articles in there from Peter King and Albert Breer and uh, everyone over at MMQB. They do a fantastic job. Uh, that's on the shelf right now, so I recommend you pick that up. It has Khalil Mack on the cover. That's kind of what attracted me. If you're a Khalil Mack fan or a Gronk fan, there's articles there for you that would be perfect. And it's Batman Day. So I'm going to wrap up this podcast by saying happy Batman Day to all. Make sure you go out and pick up the All-Star Batman Rebirth uh, comic because that is out, and it's fantastic, written by Scott Snyder, um, and also the Detective Comics Rebirth. All of the Rebirth comics have been great, uh, but it's Batman Day, so happy Batman Day, and I hope you all enjoy football this weekend. All right? This is Shime Time, and I will catch you guys next time.